You're listening to Two Gomers Run for Their Lives, a podcast about two regular guys challenging themselves to live healthier and inviting a nation along for the run. This is a season five off season episode for June 2013. everybody to this episode of two gomers run for their lives season five off season five this is anthony speaking one of those two aforementioned gomers coming to you from st petersburg florida with my friend steven all the way out in flagstaff arizona are you sure this is me and you're you i mean hmm. like do, do you have your glasses on right Dopp- now doppelgangers <laughs> well okay here here's the thing about about that real quick so for people that that have been on facebook they see that um, G1, who used to be non sans glasses, right? G2 used to have glasses. Are mm-hmm. swapping, <laughs> right? But, for the summer, <laughs> right? Dude, the the thing is, those glasses that I took my picture, those yeah. were like the trial glasses. Okay. So my actual ones are in the mail right now. So I'm not wearing them, and I have a headache. Oh well, I am wearing them because I have a headache. Oh, okay. So we're <laughs> back weird. to normal. Yeah. So it's like a moot point. <laughs> we're talking about nothing right now. So we'll have to take another picture when you get your glasses. Okay. All right. Yeah. I mean, they're they're going to be the exact same ones except with real lenses. Oh, cool. Not those plastic. Yeah. Um, but I did feel good because we got retweeted by Warby Parker a couple times. Right. Yeah. And hopefully they'll hook you up. That would be sweet. With your uh, with your next pair of glasses, when you get sick of putting that stuff in your eyes, <laughs> I I asked the boys if they wanted to watch me the other day. They're like, "No way!" It's weird. Yeah, you gotta you gotta touch your eyeball with stuff. Man. Yeah, I remember my dad doing that for a while. I think. Yeah. Because I can remember him putting contacts in, and, and I just thought it was so weird. I was like, "How could you touch your eye?" <laughs> yeah, that is pretty gross. But, yeah. I will tell you, though, it's a lot less annoying to run. Oh, I bet. So, I mean, and I can, like, fit glass sunglasses on. Oh, that's cool. So I have, usually I wear, like, these big hipster glasses, right? Yep. And so I have to buy humongous sunglasses to put on top of them. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm running, I have my glasses on with two huge pairs of glasses on. <laughs> Super annoying. But without them, it's just like, go out, run. <laughs> Right, that's cool. See, I'm thinking because we we still have significantly different prescriptions. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I would love to see them in in on those those decimal point like the different <laughs> things what they look like actually. Right, right. Um, but mine is basically like my left eye is just kind of blurry. Okay. So I think when I run. Mm-hmm. I probably won't wear them. Oh, for sure. Yeah, dude, don't. Just because I'm assuming they'll be super annoying. Although I've I've run with sunglasses quite a bit. I have a good amount of experience with that. But I would say sunglasses are like fitted to your face for that sort of thing. Right. When I run with my hipster glasses, like, bow, 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 <laughs> knocking all over my face and into the bridge of my nose. Not yeah. good. Yeah. Um, And especially when I have other huge sunglasses on top yeah. of them. <laughs> right. 
Well, I'll, I'll give a I'll give another report later, and we'll we'll probably do another side by side. Well, we'll we'll probably take a picture in a week and a half when we're hanging out. That's true. We'll be home in a week and a half. Yeah. Um, should we? Let's. Yeah, actually, maybe it's a good time to. This I'll just say, this is okay. a off season episode. Yep. Mostly we're recording it because we have not gotten to give our Star Trek review yet. Right. Actually, that's. One of I would say that's the main reason. The other reason is because we want to update people and remind people one more time about Strawberry Fest, <laughs> which is the the race that we're running this summer instead of a Gomer um, group run. Yep, yep. Um, so we'll head over into the Star Trek review real quick, but just the details of Strawberry Fest real quick. Both of us are home. Yep, will be um, not now. Will be ho- right. Yeah, we'll be home. Um, and really a small window, super small. Yeah. So basically like 48 hours Mm -hmm. because you have to, you have to go and record Diablo three soundtrack. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm playing new gig. I got playing in the orchestra for Diablo three out in Seattle. (laughs) You'll be heard. I think my text to you was like, you'll be heard by goth nerds worldwide. (laughs) Have awesome. you, do you even know what Diablo 3 looks like? Nope. <laughs> no idea. I know what Halo is. Kind of. <laughs> well, that's good. Do you know what StarCraft is? Nope. <laughs> I don't even know what those... Like, what is Halo a... a, a Halo is like a dude? Yeah, Halo is a first-person shooter. <laughs> You, you hate this crap. <laughs> I, that, that's I think it's so funny, dude. Right. I, I mean, I love anything Mario. It's not that I hate it. I hate shooting kind of stuff. Okay, right. You hate, hate it violence. when it looks real. Right, yeah. I want it to look cartoony. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I would never be on Nintendo because that's beeps and boops. <laughs> right? Well, yeah. I think, I think with the Wii U, they're trying to bring some of that real stuff. Okay. Because it actually has good graphics and is finally HD. Welcome to the 21st century Nintendo. Right. Um, But yeah, Halo is a first-person shooter. Diablo is like... um, (laughs) You like build little huts. Okay. And then your team fights other teams, basically. And then it's like a whole bunch of college students play it and are like obsessed with it. Is it along the lines of... Like World of Warcraft, that kind of thing. No, it's it's top down. You're looking up, down on on the world. Okay. So World of Warcraft is like over the shoulder, over the shoulder, <laughs> boulder holder. Right. <laughs> you can see your character running around Diablo. It's forget it. it all I know is you're playing bassoon on the soundtrack. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, I've heard the soundtracks of these, and they're incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Orchestral music is beautiful. Marty O'Donnell, I think, is the composer. Okay. Yeah. My friend Mark, that I did this other movie score with, like last week, I think mm-hmm. he orchestrated this stuff. Okay. Um, Sweet. he orchestrated something with him and Paul McCartney. Huh. That they recorded at Abbey Road Studios earlier this this year, so that's pretty cool. Wow. Um. Yeah. So, anyways, I I think it'll be it'll be fun though. Okay. So you we'll we'll I'll be home, and then you get home and then leave right away. But we have this forty eight hour yep. window, and so we decided we didn't have enough time to plan a whole Gomer Group run. Right. Um. And so we found this Strawberry Fest, Strawberry Fest race, <laughs> um, which is a one miler, a five k, and a ten k. Yep. And so we thought that would be perfect. We can we can run that separate races. Kids could run the one miler, um, 
And so that's what we're going to do. That's June 22nd at 8 a.m. in Sun Prairie. And I just posted an event page. So people can head over to our Facebook page and find the link there to our event page to sign up if they want to come. Cool. You're going to do the 10K with Jessica. Yep. And anybody else who wants to. Uh-huh. Um, and me and Aaron are going to do the 5K. Right. Uh, probably with Lily in a, in a uh, jogging stroller. Right. Um, and so anybody can join us. Mm-hmm. Anybody can go whatever, you know, pace they want to go. Yeah. Right. So. Seems really relaxed, really fun. Lots it of strawberries. It can't be that serious. No, no. Right. It's, it's, it's not. I don't. I don't think there's chips or anything. I think <laughs> right. that they record your time, but um, it's part of the Madison Run series, I guess. So okay. that's cool. Yeah, super um, cool. So there will be runners there, and it'll be. I think it'll just be really fun. We're For still sure. trying to figure out what to do with our kids because mm-hmm. uh, we just. I just emailed the organizer, and all the races start at the same time. Mm, okay. And so I think mm. what I'm gonna do is run the one miler with the boys. And then run and then just like catch up with the 10K people hmm, okay. or not. I will probably then finish last. <laughs> so it might be, it might be the dream, man. Finishing last place. Living the dream, dude. <laughs> so I'm still trying to figure that out. Maggie, remember Maggie brought her boys. Yep. yep. Um, she's come with her boys. They're doing the one miler. Um, so we're going to sign our kids up for that and they'll do it. It just depends on... Um, She's volunteered to watch the kids, which is cool, but I sort of want to run it with them. Mm-hmm. Um, right. So I think that's probably what I'll end up doing. So if people are thinking about bringing their kids, um, there will be parents running with the kids and they can run with them too. I just think it'll be a really fun time. Okay. Yeah, I think I think it will be fun, dude. Yeah. Super um, fun. So we'll, we'll remind people again at the end and we'll be tweeting about it and Facebooking about it too before it comes. But that's basically next week. Yeah. June 22nd, 8 a.m., Sun Prairie, Wisconsin. The address is up on our event page. Um, we would love for people to come and just hang out and have a blast with us. That'd be great, dude. I'm going to be coming straight off that red eye. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, will, will it be the night before you'll be flying in? Uh, that's what I thought originally. Okay. But it turns out the red eye is I'll be arriving Friday morning at 830. Okay, gotcha. So hopefully Friday I can catch up on some sleep. Mm-hmm. see my family a little bit and okay. hang or something okay <laughs> it's gonna be weird yeah that will but that, that'll be fun i mean that's how it is right mm-hmm. i mean the, the the life of a world traveler oh yeah yeah you travel a lot too man so the life of a a, a diablo 3 bassoonist <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> but i think it'll be a super fun weekend then we are the cool thing is we're you're gonna be in town when i come back from my tampa gig right yep um, so that's cool. So we'll be able to hang out again. Yeah, we're going to try to fit a run in. A run or two, probably yep. in maybe downtown Madison. And um, a trip to Old Fashioned or something like that. Oh, yeah. Yep. So that'll be fun, classic Gomer hangouts. Yeah. Um, But yeah, the the Strawberry Fest is when we want to see members of the nation if they want to join us. That'll be super fun. I was thinking if for some reason that second trip didn't work out or something like that, this uh-huh. would be the only time we would hang this whole year that's true because i wasn't home for for christmas yep although i was out there in january oh that's true you're right but that was run related (laughs) this is food food related we need a food related hangout yeah for sure and that old-fashioned stuff yeah that's good that's good cheese curds 
Oh my gosh. <laughs> so good. I know it's making me hungry right now. Mm-hmm. Well, we should probably head into the, the main event. Okay. Star Trek chat. Ooh, one quick note, dude. Sure. We forgot to say this earlier. Yeah. This this actually wasn't supposed to be a separate podcast. This was actually supposed to be just a section. That's true, yeah. So it's it, this is just the Star Trek section, so... Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> right? <laughs> yep, that's true. But we should probably head in. Let's take a little break. Oh, yeah. Okay, let's do it. Hey. Oh. How would you like that Star Trek movie and how's summer movies going? In Week in Review. <laughs> <laughs> I like that one, dude. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I need to get Week in Review in there somehow. But then I was like, no, I don't. Dang it. Sorry. I screwed it up. Are you doing a flavored... LaCroix today or not? Pomplamoose. There we go. See, we can't redo it because I only have this can and I'm not going to waste it. <laughs> no second takes. But I am going to pour it. Oh, actually, you hear the you hear the weed whacker more than the soda. No, I can hear that loud and clear. Oh, good. I'm pouring it into a glass. I have to drink it out of a glass now. Okay. Because whenever I have this stuff, like Lily wants it so bad. Uh-huh. Um, and I really try to keep her away from, well, obviously soda. Yeah. But also seltzer water. I don't know. It doesn't oh, really? seem like, well, I mean, she, she drinks seltzer water sometimes. Okay. Um, and she loves it. I can't uh-huh. believe she loves Pomplamoose LaCroix. <laughs> like she puckers her face, but then she's like more and more and more. Um, but she did. Yeah. It's just, you don't want her drinking from a can. Right. Yeah. Sure. She'll cut herself or something. Yeah. That but, sharp um, metal. Right. And then I just liked it out of a glass. It's good. Yeah. Yum. Ice? Um, no ice. I don't want okay. it watered down. Gotcha. Yep. Um, <laughs> watered. More watered down than it already is. It's Sorry. mostly water. <laughs> I meant, I, I should have, I should clarify, like, less, like, bubbly. <laughs> like, okay, I see. I, hear, you know, I, I, know what you, I know what you mean. Yeah. It's just I can't imagine anything less watered down or more watered down right, than, than water. Right. I just don't want it to mess with the bubble ratio. Right. You know I what I mean? You. I hear you. Um before we start Star Trek real quick, since it has been like two weeks. <laughs> yeah. Um, since we were supposed to record this part or a week and a half or whatever. And um, we should say that we'll give a we'll give fair spoiler warning before oh. we start talking about Star Trek, right? Yes. Maybe maybe we'll even put a cut in so people can skip ahead if they don't want to hear about it. Well, if they yeah, if they didn't want to hear about Star Trek or have spoilers, just shouldn't listen to this episode. That's true. Um so yeah, but we'll total spoiler warning for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um no, but just since we're in the summer and TV media and stuff, mm-hmm. um I I wanted to give one quick veggie thing that I forgot to say. Okay. And I was wondering if it's happened to you um is that I feel like as I've been eating more more alive ingredients, like less dead food. Sure, yeah. Basically. And there's nothing more dead than a, a Big Mac. Really. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> That's true. That's a very dead meal. Right. 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 <laughs> Those potatoes haven't seen the light of day. That beef isn't even real. Um, is there anything natural about that bun? <laughs> I don't know. Um, all good questions. But the shredded lettuce is alive. Right. Um, Or was alive. I am so sorry about that. Can you hear that? Yeah, it doesn't matter. Okay, sorry. Um, Is uh, that I feel like food is starting to taste actually more salty. W- which kind of food? Like, 
uh, in like um, maybe maybe a McDonald's or or oh, yeah. um, or even meat. I don't know. I feel like food tastes saltier to me, like almost like my palate or something has been recalibrated or mm-hmm. something. Yeah, where it where um, seasonings are are more prominent or something like that, and salt. I taste salt more easily or something. I don't know. Yeah, I guess I haven't thought about it, but I um now that I do, I feel like you're right. Okay. Um Yeah, I th- I think when you eat I-, I think maybe especially when you eat more raw mm-hmm. mm, foods. Okay. Yep. Um a cooked food and a seasoned food like that taste really pops. Yeah. Yep. Um so yeah, I, I think I think you're right. Totally. I mean, um, there was a time when if I went to McDonald's and the fries didn't sting my mouth with salty goodness, you bring them back. <laughs> or, um, you know, or just ask for extra salt, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Those little salt packets that you, like, snap open. Right, right. <laughs> Maybe yeah. that's what it was, was when I went to Star Trek... Uh-huh. I didn't need as much salt on my popcorn. Maybe that's what the kind of the trigger was for me thinking, wow, food actually tastes saltier. Huh, interesting. Something yeah. like that. So maybe that's that's what triggered it. Because, um, yeah, I mean, I, I always bring in like five or six packets of that salt. Right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, I, I do like salt for sure. Me too. Yeah. It's one of the seven one one of the seven food sins or something like that. Oh yeah, that's right. So yeah, I, I suppose you have you been watching Next Food Network Star? Yes. Actually, I think it's called Food Network Star now. Oh, okay. I don't think it's called Next Food Network Star anymore. Who will be? <laughs> right, exactly. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's like so there's nothing to watch in the summer. Right. That's funny that we really look forward to Next Food Network stuff. Dude, I totally do, though. <laughs> Me too. I love that show. Yeah, my boys really like it, too, for some reason. Oh, good. Okay. Yeah. Um, but, dude, how how much overdubbing do they do on oh, these yeah. shows? So much overdubbing. Actually, there. yeah, another thing we're going to get to later, but I think there's tons of overdubbing on Arrested Development as well. Oh, yeah, I wonder, what what has more overdubbing? Yeah. Like reality competition shows on Food Network, yeah. or or season four of Arrested Development. <laughs> right. <laughs> I can't tell. It's like overdub development. Mm-hmm, there mm-hmm. is so much overdubbing on that show. Yeah, they show the the back of somebody's head, <laughs> and it's like the the tone is slightly higher yep. or lower. Different than mics. They were previously saying, yeah. 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 Totally. It's um. Yeah, it's it's like it's almost like the writers are watching it and rewriting it after they've recorded it. You know, you know what I mean? What? I huh. think they might be. Mm-hmm. I think they might be saying because it's so. I mean, the plot is so dense. Yeah. I feel like at certain times they just need to insert lines. Right. To clear to make it clear what actually is going on. Uh huh. Right. Or but, they yeah. have a different take that was really funny that they overdubbed the take. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yep. That might be. Hmm. Okay, back to next food network star. Sorry. Yeah. So I was, uh, I was like, so I, I really like the the contestants this year. Mm-hmm. Me too. Um, especially that woman who is like her culinary point of view. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is meat on the side. Yeah. Uh huh. 
Um, so I really hope she wins. I don't, I don't know that she will. Cause I think some people are a little bit more interesting than her. Yeah. Um, but that was like exactly what I feel like my diet is right now. Yeah, totally. Um, so I would love her to win cause I'd love more recipes of, I mean, basically her thing is vegetables, the main thing. Right. Um, and so she's not a, she's not a vegetarian. Right. But she is eating less meat, which is exactly what the direction is that we're going in. So yep. I was really excited about that. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Did, did you guys look at each other and go like, all right. Yeah. When, no, when Jessica she... goes, I really like this woman. Yeah, I know. That's like <laughs> yeah. exactly what we said. Um, although I thought the burger challenge um, was a little oh, yeah. weak. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, she started out as a pretty good front runner. So then the the that that's a tough one. Yep. That's that's a tough one. Um, yeah, because yeah. she, she could have gone full on veggie burger, which I think she should have. Right. In hindsight. Uh huh. But yeah. um, yeah, it just reminded me a lot of the kind of things, the decisions that we have been making. Uh huh. Like, well, how much? Like, do we just bypass the meat on this recipe? Do yep. we put a little bit in? And she's like unapologetic about it. Like, th- this is making me healthier, less meat, and I don't have to go full on vegetarian. So I really like it. Yeah, me too, dude. I love it. Um, yeah. So hopefully we'll get some good ideas from her. Yeah. Um. Maybe we'll, we'll let's get around the show. <laughs> Dinky. I think her last name is Dinky or something like that. Huh. Okay. And I also think she has a food blog already. Okay. So we were going to check it out last night, but we forgot. But um, yeah, I, I don't know. I just haven't heard somebody kind of so confident in like, this is my, this is how I cook less yep. meat and that's a great option so it was really cool to see oh for sure well it's it's our it's our whole idea and it's the kind of thing that people have been saying why don't you go full on right you know vegetarian and so it's kind of cool to hear a person talk about why not to just go full on because you know you're not going to be able to do that right right there's, there's exactly. no way i can do that yeah yeah um well maybe we could try i don't know but yeah. <laughs> I know for life, there's no way I could decide that. Right. Um, well, and, and whether or not there's no way I could, I just don't think I'm going to make that decision. Okay, that's that's a better way to phrase it. You Thank know, you. I, I think that I have decided that I do like meat. Mm-hmm. My kids do like meat. Mm-hmm. And yet we've decided that we're not that that we want to make it less than before. Right. And I, I to tell you the truth, I want to feel good about that. Right. You know. I want to feel like that's a good decision. And so hearing her talk is like, yeah, it is a good decision because mm-hmm. less is better. Yep. Um, and you don't have to feel bad about the fact that you're making this choice. So right. there you go. Were we going to do listener feedback at the end of this? We could. Yeah. Okay. Cause there were a couple of people that have been writing in one, one in specific that I wanted to talk about. So let's okay. try to do that at the end then about okay. this, about this stuff. Cool. So we'll talk uh, more about that at the end, but maybe we should, ha- maybe we should do some, Star Trek chat. I can't wait, dude. We have put this off for so long. I know. I know. Let's do it. Okay. You want to do a jingle? Yep. Let's do it. Okay. Here we go. One, two, three. Star, Star Trek, Trek into, darkness, into darkness in 3D, 3D chat. chat. IMAX chat. You saw it in 3D, right? 3D IMAX, dude. <laughs> oh, man. Cool. Yeah, sorry. I didn't. When we were texting back and forth about it, I didn't want to add that, like, <laughs> extra insult like 
IMAX. I paid $40 to go to this movie. <laughs> right, with my giant bucket of salty, buttery popcorn. <laughs> right, and a pocket full of full of salt packets. <laughs> Do you carry a LaCroix in? Yep, I totally carried a grapefruit LaCroix in. Dude, okay, wait, hold on. Real quick, no joke. Yeah. <laughs> the... The people in our con- in our townhouse association, or whatever, yeah. are literally tr- about to. They have a crane and they're about to trim the palm tree that's six feet away from me. <laughs> so like, but we cannot put this episode off. Any no, longer. no, it's gonna. It's just gonna happen. I just wanted you to know it might get real loud up in here. And I just yeah. I see my across the street neighbor complaining that they trimmed her palm tree too much. <laughs> What if it like crashes through your window? Yeah, I mean, it's it's. I'll take a picture for you. Okay, good idea. Um, so we should probably just say right now that there will be spoilers ahead. Yep, spoiler ridden Star Trek chat. Um, and so if people want to skip ahead, they can skip to the listener feedback section. I would say there'll be there's gonna be spoilers of Star Trek. I'm assuming there will be spoilers of other movies that we've seen because that usually happens when we talk about movies. Right. Yeah. So totally. If you haven't seen Iron Man three you probably should skip ahead to i don't know or else whatever whatever maybe you don't care about spoilers right oh um, i hear that i hear that thing sawing. <laughs> <laughs> you hear that crap oh yeah <laughs> that's fine we, we soldier on we have to do this episode um so i don't know if you heard like five minutes ago he was doing the across the street one so that's about how long it takes okay why don't can we just stop recording for like five minutes and just chat off podcast? Okay, that's fine. Please, I'm I'm serious. This is gonna be really <laughs> just stop recording for a second. Okay. Sorry about that. The, uh, the the palm tree um, dude is is at the next place. So yeah, yeah. You you sent me a text, a picture of it. It literally he was literally like feet from your face, <laughs> feet from the Gomer microphone, dude. <laughs> so sorry about that. I but he was looking in the window. He could see me. I have my yellow Sennheiser <laughs> headphones on with this big microphone and my laptop, and I'm just glad I was wearing pants. Like. Because he was looking right in, like, what are you doing? <laughs> I wonder how much weird stuff he sees. For real. Totally. Yeah. Wow. It's, it's, it's seeing into a private, you know, residence. Yeah. Gotta For be sure. some weird crap. He's probably surprised you had pants on. Yeah, that's right. It's like, oh, man. <laughs> I mean, not for pervy reasons, just for funny reasons. <laughs> All right. Star Trek. So, okay. y- you, you saw it a 3D IMAX. Yep. Humongous um, screen. So many, huge. Has it been four years since the last one? 2009. Yep. Yeah, it was. So we did our our uh, infamous Star Trek episodes yep. four years yep. ago around this time. Yep. Um, wow. No 3D back then, dude. Uh, I think I saw it in 3D with my sister, dude. You did? Pretty sure. 
Oh, yeah. When did Avatar come out? Wait, hold on, hold on. I know I saw it in the same theater. I saw it in the IMAX. Maybe it wasn't 3D, though. I, I don't think 3D was big yet. I think Avatar okay. hadn't come out yet. Gotcha. Okay, so I saw it in IMAX, not 3D. But it was so loud. <laughs> was it? <laughs> so loud. <laughs> yeah, ours was ours was pretty loud, too. Okay. Um, But, dude, I, I've seen it twice. Oh, man. So, oh, first of all, I want to say I've also I also ran 750 miles last year and I'm running like a ton and I'm a good dad. <laughs> There's this like last summer that I had like this fight with this guy on Twitter. Yeah. Because he was like he was all you see too many movies. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I think I think what he said was um Oh, no wonder you guys can't he's talking about you and me. No wonder yeah. you guys can't get a get a race together. Uh-huh. Um, first of all, well, first of all, how, like, how little is that his business? How many <laughs> movies I go to? Right. Second of all, that's not the reason we don't run races together. <laughs> right. Because I saw Prometheus in the theater. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> we live 2,000 miles away. That's why. I couldn't make it. <laughs> <laughs> no, sorry. I can't make it. I'm seeing Star Trek Into Darkness two times. <laughs> um, right. And there was a third of all, but I can't remember. Oh, third of all, none of your business, dude. If I, I go think, see movies. I think that was first of all. Yeah, that's true. Okay. First and third of all. <laughs> right. Um, so anyways, I, I saw it one I saw it on opening night with some of my staff because they were headed out of the country and really wanted to see it. Okay. And then Jessica and I just saw it. I took Jessica to see it a couple nights ago. Oh, sweet. Okay. So it's fresh. Nice. Oh man, it's not fresh for me. I haven't seen it since opening day. Yeah. Dang it. I don't even remember it. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, and you liked it a lot, I'm assuming. I did. I loved it, man. I mean, there there are some things that I didn't 100% love. Yeah, yeah. That we'll get into. Right. Um, but just my overall first impression was super fun. Uh-huh. I, I'm taking my rule of thumb of did I want it to be over or did I want it to continue? And I never wanted it to end. <laughs> okay yeah so that means right. i loved it uh-huh um and also i i went with with my friend bob right who who we've talked about many different times and he's never seen a star trek movie huh never seen a star trek episode really only knew you know who kirk and spock were because they're they're icons yeah yeah they're you know so, they're staples of the pop culture scene right right like everybody yeah. knows at least, like who who William Shatner is and kind of his right. persona um and Kirk and then of Spock just because of his ears and he's just a you know <laughs> yeah definitely um so so he didn't know any of the inside jokes okay but yeah. fully enjoyed and huh. endorsed the movie wow that's like, very interesting i was really going to because i have it. that question about this movie okay so that's interesting that bob liked it he really liked it, but he did go okay. with me. I would occasionally throw out a little explanation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but not very many. I mean, I didn't. We didn't talk very much at all. Okay. During the movie. Yeah. And there was no prefacing whatsoever. I didn't give him any, because uh-huh. I had heard about the Star Trek two, um, you know, the parallels, like parallels and stuff. Yeah. So I mean, if I was a really good friend, we could have watched Star Trek two. Right. <laughs> Although I think I wonder what somebody would think of if they just watched Star Trek two. Would they like it or not? Well, okay, so I mean, there's so much going through my mind right now. Okay, okay, start, <laughs> just go. Okay, so 
I think my problem, dude, is, you know, you had said, like, there were some couple little things that you didn't love. Mm-hmm. I just dwell on those too much, I mm. think. Mm-hmm. Um, so I totally enjoyed it also. Yeah. Um, and I would say I enjoyed it more the second time. Mm. Okay. Um, which is the same as the first one. Yep. The, the reboot, which I wasn't sure about the first time, and I have loved it the second and third and whatever, tenth time I've seen it. Um, Bad dad. <laughs> Bad dad. <laughs> what? You watch Star Trek on DVD? <laughs> no wonder you're not running marathons with Anthony. <laughs> um, okay, so that I think that's my problem. I, I loved it when I saw it, and then I got home and I was like, I wish, uh, if mm-hmm. only. Mm-hmm. Um, so... I just want to tell you the things that I love most about it. Ready? Okay. Uh-huh. Um, and it was the things that I'd ne- the things I love most were the things that I'd never seen before. Okay. So I loved Enterprise in the water. Incredible. Coming out of the water. Mm-hmm. Actually, the whole first opening scene I loved. Yeah. And I kind of wish they had the, at some point make a movie about the Prime Directive, mm. mm-hmm. where they're not supposed to. But I guess that that. Maybe that would be boring. Maybe the opening scene was enough. Mm. Um, but I just love that opening scene. I loved it coming out from under the water. Incredible. Yeah, that that was that was one of those we've never seen something like this before. Yep. And it's awesome. Yep. You know, and this is again where we were talking about in the first one, where it's so cool that JJ Abrams and his team get to mess around mm-hmm. with things that are pre existing. Yep. So it's not it's not some faux enterprise. Yep. Or some crew that has red shirts and a guy kind of <laughs> like Kirk and kind of like Spock and Bones. Yep, like exactly. it is actually the Enterprise. There's beaming. There's the same characters we know and love, but in a different way. Yeah. And like, yeah. So yep. loved that. Um, I loved the new warp trails. Oh, yeah. Super cool. Um, I loved the warp battle. Oh yeah. Remember that where yep. the the one ship was they were fighting in warp. Yep. And and then the Enterprise, I noticed this the second time I saw it, the Enterprise kind of like shifts out of whatever is ha- whatever the warp is, I don't know what it is. It kind of goes out of the stream. Mm-hmm. And it just kind of boom, thunks really yep. like slow again. I was like that is awesome. Yep. Um I loved uh Alex actually reminded me of this when I talked about it later. The the running at the end. Oh yeah. Where Spock is chasing um Khan, spoiler. Oh, uh, yep. Um super spoiler. And um and they are just going all out, dude. Mm-hmm. They are running so fast. Yep. And it's really what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And I was just like that visual was incredible to me. Yeah. Um, well, and when Scotty was running, yes, that was pretty awesome too. Exactly. So the kind of those two running scenes. <laughs> yeah. Where Scotty's running and he's saying, "I'm running, I'm running." Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> what like that was an LOL. Yep. Um. So yeah, I, I, just the things that I'd never seen before, mostly visual stuff. I was just like so happy. Mm-hmm. And then my favorite line was when the two Spocks are talking together. Remember that scene? Yep. yep. Um, and young Spock says, how did you defeat him? Mm-hmm. Oh no. He said, did you defeat him? And then Spock, old Spock says, yes, at great cost. Mm. I loved that line for some mm. reason. Cause he's talking about his death. 
And I, I totally. would just, I was just so, I was like, got goosebumps at that part. So those are my favorite parts for sure. Brilliant, dude. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I thought that was all. I thought all those were amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, some a lot of people are complaining about some of that stuff. Yeah. Because they're saying it was too action oriented. Right. You know. Yep. Um, not like you haven't read all this same stuff too, but <laughs> it's like some people are are feeling like Star Trek is supposed to it's supposed to be more, um, cerebral or uh-huh. more character driven than yeah, action yeah. driven. Mm-hmm. Um, but dude, I freaking loved it, and I've been a Star Trek fan since I was zero years old. <laughs> right out of the womb, you yep. love Star Trek. Totally. I mean, it was everything I wanted to see. Huh. Um. We'll we'll probably get more back to more stuff we love. Let me get, talk about one thing I didn't love. Okay. Um, and it's the thing that bugged me about about like the end of Lost. Okay. Um, it's the the thing that kills me is when I feel like somebody wrote something and I'm and I'm not just living it. What do you mean? You know what I mean. So like, um, like, remember when we were watching Lost and they had like all those religious symbols? Yeah. Yeah. And we were just like, somebody just wrote that. <laughs> it pulls you out of it. It yeah, that's what I mean. It pulls you out. So, okay, this is totally sacrilege, but I had a small twinge of that when they were just copying and pasting from Star Trek Two. Yes. Yeah. Um, because because I was like, I'm supposed to freaking love this, and I did. <laughs> but I was also like, oh, that was clever. Like you copied and pasted Star Trek Two. Right. Okay, you so know. that's why I loved the line, the simple line from Old yeah. Spock, yeah. because I was like, I get it. Mm-hmm. That feels good because I get it, and it, it means a lot to me, right? Yep. But then exactly when it was almost line by line, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. death of now it was swapped, which was kind of cool, right? Yeah, super, super cool. Um, but it was not. It was like I felt a little bit like it was being shoved down my throat right like i it, want it was, more subtlety than that yeah there was maybe. there was no subtlety to that to that moment and i just like while i loved it and i love the idea of this is swapped and that is so cool i was mm-hmm. just i was just picturing the writer's room and being like how genius would it be if we did this <laughs> well i i envisioned the writer sitting next to me in the chair going get it see what mm. i'm doing Okay. Like, yeah. yeah, uh, uh, And I I felt like saying, no, I got it before. I got what it was supposed to be. Mm -hmm. Um, So he's going in. Kirk is going in. Right. And Mm -hmm. I, and I was thinking he's gonna, he's gonna die Yeah. and they've swapped it. And so I liked the idea of it. Yeah. But then when they put their hands on the, the glass and they did the same thing. Yep. As Rathacon. Over, over um, partner to Rathacon. <laughs> right, exactly. I was like, this this feels a little bit heavy-handed. Yeah, that's that's the way I felt, too. Now, the the people that I went with the first time aren't weren't Trekkies like I was. Mm-hmm. And so, like Bob, they didn't even get it. Okay. And so I was, and then, and so to a certain extent, I felt in the middle, like, I felt like explaining it to them. No, uh, it was swapped. Kirk, uh, Spock died in this 30 year old movie. Uh huh. Yep. Right. But then it loses it. Hmm. So that's why I was wondering, does, does it, did that movie really make sense only to people that really got Star Trek and love Rathacon? Right. 
I don't know. So hmm. that was interesting to me that Bob really liked it. He really liked it. Um, you know, maybe he was in like a good mood. Maybe I, you know, explained a little bit of it to him. Yeah. Um, he, he did feel like I have no idea what just happened here <laughs> and I don't right. have any idea what just happened there, but that was a really fun experience and fun movie. Yeah. Good. So that, that was, and he was, he, he fully endorsed it. Right. Um, so that, that's cool. I mean, yeah. it, it was just an awesome, fun movie experience. Yeah, definitely. I, I just, I, I think what I was talking about, like, I wish they did this. I wish they did that was exactly what you were talking about. Like, I wish they had been a little bit more subtle, mm-hmm. um, but I'm not quite sure what they could have done. No, I um, don't know either, dude. Who, who, who the heck am I? I can't write. <laughs> right, I'm not exactly. a writer. So like, it was incredible, but I'm just being a little critical. And I, I'm talking out of both sides of my mouth here because I wish that Kirk had stayed dead. Mm, I wish okay. they had gone all the way with it like they did with Spock in Rathacon where he's dead at the end. Right. And there's a little hint. I watched Wrath of Khan last night. Bad uh-huh. dad. Yeah. <laughs> Man, you are a bad dad. Oh, <laughs> um, it was after they were asleep. I swear. Right. Okay. Um, And you, you're, there's a tiny hint at the end that he might come back, but he's dead. Right. And so I didn't like that they're like, got a vial of that guy's blood and put it back in him because it worked on the Tribble. Right, um, yeah. Yeah, the Tribble thing, that that <laughs> bugged me a little bit too. Yeah. Even though I loved it and I'm supposed to love it, but I was kind of like, what? You know, like, <laughs> you did that. Tribbles, no. So I, I, if they had done something like, because they, they use Khan's blood in it, right? Uh-huh. And Khan regenerates, you know? Yep. Um. So I wish... At the, I wish there was a stinger at the end of the credits where, um, you know, like one of those things where the credits is done and then it comes back in, right? Mm-hmm. I wish Bones had looked over at the table and had been like, wasn't there just one of those? And there's two sitting there. Hmm. Like a little more, like, I, so I, I don't know what I want from these movies. I don't know if I want them to do less or more. I'm confused. Right, right. Well, I, I mean, so I loved that they killed Kirk. I, I thought that was awesome. Like I, I thought he was dead. Yeah. Man, that that sound. If you cut that out and just made that, I love that they <laughs> killed Kirk. That's terrible because I love Kirk, man. Or if you didn't know we were talking about Star Trek, we're just talking about some guy, Kirk. <laughs> right. <laughs> out of context. Um, I thought that was awesome. I mean, almost on the lines of, um, Toy Story three when we knew they were all gonna die. They were all dead. Yep. Right. And then they didn't. But but they rescued. Yeah. Yeah. Incredible. Yeah. But I I I was like, dang, dude. Mm-hmm. Like they killed him. Yeah. I was like, that was a bold move. Right. Um. So and then just the the other side of me loved that they brought him back, and I was like, yes, more okay. movies. Like yeah. So I was like, make seven more right now. <laughs> I knew th- I knew they wouldn't keep him dead. Right, because I've seen Wrath of Khan. I know that Spock comes back, but right. I wish that they had ended the movie. For those that didn't know that, I felt like they would think it was a cop out. Right, like oh, he's back, mm-hmm. whatever. Like if they had ended Star Trek two, yep, with Kirk being dead, I would have been like, incredible. Hmm. All the respect would have gone way up. I, I yeah, it it just seemed too easy. 
Also, they could have just taken blood out of any of those people. They didn't have to have Khan, did they? Uh, don't. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. <laughs> but I get why. Like, I get why they do all that. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, I'm not going to be like, well, they could have taken blah, blah. Right? I get they want to have a battle at the right. end. Um, So, for me, actually, I think that was the biggest thing. I wish Kirk had stayed dead. Okay. And I wish, would, or, um, and I wish there would have been a, like some sort of Carol Marcus Genesis yeah. project hint at the end. Huh? Yeah. I don't know. I would love some Genesis stuff. Yeah, I do. <laughs> but I that that's something that I thought was really cool, like the Carol Marcus thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that all of that stuff was very insider and not heavy-handed. Yep, I agree. Um, super cool that that only we could know that. Like yeah. when they said Marcus, I was like, I knew that was going to happen. And that is awesome. Yep. You know, like that's what I felt like um, for that. And I never felt like that was overdone. Yeah. Um, for sure. I mean, dude, just stuff like Kirk flying at like warp speed mm-hmm. and having to duck through debris. <laughs> yeah. I mean, stuff awesome. like that was really cool. I like having it too. to make it through that small little hole. Yep. <laughs> um, that was pretty amazing. Yeah. Um. Yeah, no. That it, it, how many movies did J.J. Abrams say he was going to do two more, including the one that we just saw? He, I don't think he's going to do the third one at all. Oh no! Because he's Star Wars in it up. Yeah, I know, but I thought so. That team isn't going to do the third one. I thought that they had signed up for two more movies. I don't. Th- I, he'll probably produce. I don't think he's going to direct. Dang. That's what I heard. Now, okay, this, that's a good question. Did this movie make you more or less excited about Star Wars? J.J. Abrams. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold on, dude. <laughs> hold on, dude. That's... Wait. So, I'd be like, well, dude, super freaking excited. Yeah, me too. But just, just hold on before before we get to that. Because all I was saying is, like, I wonder if they didn't kill him because that, that obligates them to make another movie. Yeah. Is all I was saying. Like, if J.J. knew he was going to do the third one... Right. Then maybe would they, would they um, have killed him? I mean, it didn't make as much money as the first one. Really? No. Hmm. Um, Fast and Furious Six walloped it in the, <laughs> that weekend. I guess that really? next weekend. Yeah. That stinks. <laughs> I mean, that's probably cool and everything, but <laughs> I don't know. Okay. That stinks. Oh man. Um, but well, I I think it still made enough to warrant another movie. Um, it hasn't okay. been announced yet. But okay. what I read though was that li- likely James a- uh, JJ Abrams, sorry, won't be directing the third one. He'll produce. So it's going to be like Jurassic Park three. Ugh. Sacrilege. Yuck. Yuck. Why would you buy that trilogy on Blu-ray? <laughs> like just buy one and two. Well, I guess yeah. I would want three just for an ironic fun. Right. That's watching. True. Yeah. Um. Okay. Well. But but one more thing before we get to George Luke or um Star Wars. Yeah. Just score real quick. Yeah. Any any thoughts on score? Um I did notice some uh Star Wars esque choir parts. Mm, okay. Did you? Like when they're going down to the Klingon world, which I like that scene, by the way. Yeah. Oh yeah. I loved the birds the bird ships. Mm-hmm. You know? Yep. Which is what Klingon ships are like, right? And so yeah, I liked seeing those early bird ships. Yeah, super cool. And I I liked how the Klingons looked. Uh-huh. Um yep. the one that you saw, I guess. Everybody else had a helmet on, but I liked his like ribbed forehead with the like the nose rings in it basically. Mhm. I thought that was cool. 
but yeah, I like more. this. I like the score. I uh, I always think about the triplet that you don't like. Yep. Da 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 da, da triplet. Uh huh. The triplet. Yeah. But okay. So here here's my two thoughts on the score, dude. Okay. The theme is definitely redeeming and uh-huh. like is totally um. You know that that's Star Trek, and that's awesome. Yep. Yep. So it's fully ingrained. Mm-hmm. in our in our minds as a star trek theme so that's super cool yeah the two things i didn't love about it are that i still feel like the orchestration is too sparse and not epic enough so is that like an uh, the amount of instruments issue i it, it's almost like what it sounds like to me and man I, if i actually met michael giacchino i'd probably think he's super cool and i'd love him okay <laughs> right yeah yeah what it sounds like to me is like a new sound a new orchestra sound and it sounds like a studio that's uh-huh. dry it doesn't sound like an orchestra hall yeah and so most of these scores are recorded in like abbey road studios or like todd ao or whatever that is yeah tadao Tadao, is that what it's called? I think that's how you pronounce it. Tadao huh. Studios, okay. yeah. Um, these big scoring stages where they add tons of reverb. I mean, like, dude, I just worked with the guy that did all those recordings. Yeah, and like, I got to listen in the in the room, and we're in a super dry studio. But when you go and listen on his twenty thousand dollars worth of speakers, yeah, it sounds like an orchestra hall. So, so do you think, so we watched also Superman a couple nights ago. Okay. Superman one, John Williams, right? Yep. And it sounds, it it just, I just remember thinking, I haven't heard a score like this in a new movie in forever. Well, dude, yeah. It's just not how it sounds anymore. It's all trombone. I know. We just watched Inception, (laughs) Inception again. And that's what I felt like. And that's what I'm worried about with the new Superman I wonder, yeah. It's just like Hans Zimmer, who is also great, but it's just like, it's just blasty, and then it's beeps and drums. It's <laughs> At least it's not the rock-tastic, <laughs> rock-phonic, on the Jerry Bruckheimer-like. Con Air. <laughs> yeah, Con Air. <laughs> like that sounds too much like Con Air. Mm-hmm. Does somebody say that, though? Like, I want this to sound more like Con Air. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yep, exactly. More uh, National Treasure 2. Yeah. <laughs> this is what I'm going for here. Um, but so this is what I kind of think that um, that J.J. Abrams, that, that might be the aesthetic he's looking for, which is mm-hmm. totally cool if that's what he's going for. Yeah. Um, because that's the way Lost sounds. That's the way Super 8 sounded. Right. Yeah. Um, that's the way a lot of these scores sound. And it's just a, a different sound. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, dude, when we went to Jurassic Park, do you remember yeah. hearing a full yes. lush orchestra in a hall? You're right. Like, and so what you're saying is that those scores were actually recorded in a hall? No, no, no. They were just record. No, that's the thing. They're recorded in the same place, like Tadao or whatever. Okay, yeah. Um, Except for Saving Private Ryan. Really? Like, that was at, that was at in, in Boston, like the Boston Symphony. Oh wow! Um, okay, like that—that that was recorded in the hall. Um, was it like Schindler's that, List also? I thought Schindler's um, List was also recorded yeah. in a hall. Okay, that—that that might have been the Boston Symphony also. Okay, with Itzhak Perlman. I yeah. think you're right. Yeah, yeah. That's a, just a different sound. Well, Lincoln, Lincoln was recorded at Orchestra Hall in Chicago. Okay, yeah. Um, and so all these other scores, it's just electronically made to sound like they were in a hall, basically. Well, no, no, no. But Jurassic Park was, I think, recorded to now. Okay. With the guy that I worked with. 
Oh, wow. And so it's just the way that he makes the orchestra sound so okay. lush. Yeah. And like they double record the strings. Right. So like the full orchestra records and then they record another pass with just strings again. Oh, so they don't they don't they don't double it electronically. Right. The, no. the strings actually play it twice. Yeah. Wow. Cool. Like that's what, you know, Jerry Goldsmith did with yeah. like Rudy. Okay. All the old Star Trek movie. Like I love the Rudy score. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um but so so anyways, I feel like that's it's just kind of the the new sound. And then I kind of feel like it's a little bit melody with a bass line or like melody harmony, like two part. Mm-hmm. And if you think of or, or just some chords, like that's what Inception is, is like four <laughs> chords. Like oh, if, yeah. If you listen to like Hook Dude, <laughs> the amount of orchestration that goes into that dumb movie that <laughs> that is a really stupid movie and they put a lot of effort home alone dude i know <laughs> that movie's about a kid in a house and some burglars right. and the, the orchestration of that score is incredible <laughs> i know <laughs> so like that's just kind of what i'm worried about the the second thought that i had just real quick on that was that every star trek movie up until the, these new ones each one had a whole new set of themes yeah. and a whole different sound. So think about Star Trek VI. Uh-huh. Think about Star Trek IV, yeah, Star Trek yeah. II, um, three. They all had di- a different feel. Mm-hmm. And I kind of felt like this was a little bit Home Alone 1, Home Alone 2. That's like <laughs> basically copied and pasted with some extra new stuff. <laughs> yeah. Just, just, uh, and like, like a little bit different. Right, right, totally. Uh, running through the airport, yeah. I, I was kind of hoping that they would have the con theme. Mm, ooh, yeah. Like, you know that one from yeah. Wrath of Khan? Right. Um, it, which is incredible, dude. Yes. Yeah, whenever cool. you see his ship or not, whenever they're like coming close to him, mm-hmm. you hear that theme. Yep. Um, yeah yeah um Mm -hmm. i wish they had i wish they had sampled it a little bit but you're right that that's probably an example that bad guy has his own theme Mm -hmm. right um and you know john williams did that in the star star wars movies too whenever there was a new character they would get a theme Mm -hmm. a a light motif right exactly Mm -hmm. so yeah i i see what you mean that if you you can only have enough of ba 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 over and mm-hmm. over again. Yeah, but but I'm still so happy mm-hmm. that there's a full orchestra. Mm-hmm. I think sci-fi is gonna totally continue with orchestral because it's so undated. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, it's rock music and and like synthesizers and beeps. Yeah. You know, like Tron is super duper dated, like the right. old one. Yep. Um, in that way. And I bet the new one, even though it's amazing. Yeah. With Daft Punk and stuff is yeah. going to seem dated in like 20 years. Well, and I, actually, I kind of feel like they did that on purpose. I would like to believe that, that yeah. they that they realized that about the first Tron, mm-hmm. that they were like, let's just do a cool score that's yep. a little bit retro. Yeah. But it's it's gonna sound in twenty years like the Ultron one does, and that's fine with us. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah. So I, I I'm gonna give them the benefit of the doubt and say they could have orchestrated that one up, but they wanted to do more beeps and boops. Oh, for sure. Well, yeah. I mean, you can't be super cool and trendy without also being dated 
Yeah, uh, definitely. You, it's almost impossible to do that. Yeah. Right? Like to be completely current. Well, no, nah, that's probably not true. Um, I don't know. I, I, I think you know what I mean. Like, yeah, I do. To be to be super trendy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's um, it. And and timeless, I think, is not possible. Yeah, yeah. Because then it won't be, you know, because like like Home Alone is not trendy. It's timeless. <laughs> timeless. <laughs> well, isn't it? I mean, oh, it's yeah. pretty, uh, you know, st- dude, Back to the Future, man. Yeah. It's got total 80s stuff, but it's pretty timeless, I think. Well, and I think with Back to the Future, it really embraced its 80s-ness. Right, yeah. Now, I I, I actually think Home Alone is a, an anomaly because it just they just made it. And yeah. it does not seem to age to me right. at all. <laughs> right, just the Coke can and the Pepsi can. <laughs> yep, the, that they actually have to use plane tickets. That's right. That's dated. Yep. That, w- that wouldn't be an issue today. Nope. Right? E-tickets. <laughs> mm-hmm. Totally. And if and if anybody had a cell phone, that would totally uh-huh. solve all the problems in that movie. Right, right. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we we can get into plot holes in that when we do our Christmas episodes again. Just call Kevin's cell phone. The end. Duh. Just tweet. You know, like, <laughs> where's my kid? You know, <laughs> hashtag <laughs> where's Kevin. <laughs> um, I have one. I have one more thing to say about Star Trek. Hashtag Sergeant Balzac. <laughs> What's <is> that? <laughs> Sergeant Balzac from from Home Alone. The cop with the donut. Okay, right, sorry. Okay, right. one more thing. Um, if people are following me on Twitter, they know that I went into the first viewing of Star Trek with an envelope. Oh, right. Okay. Yep. Um, so I had this theory. Okay. Um, that I knew I, I was like ninety nine point nine percent sure was wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, because people had been leaking things about who the bad guy was, right? Mm-hmm. And everybody's saying it was Khan. It was Khan, right? But I had this other theory that that I like woke up with one morning. Okay. Okay. Um, and I was like, if this is right, I want people to know I I I knew it was coming. Okay. Because it'll be so amazing. And so I wrote it on an envelope, mm. sealed it, and brought it with me to the movie so that I could show it to my friends. Yep. <laughs> like, see, told you. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wanted them to witness that, but I was totally wrong, dude. Dope. Do do you want to say it? Yeah. So the what it said on the inside of the envelope was, Cumberbatch, which is the bad guy, is Jean Luc Picard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because I was like, he's British. Yep. His voice sounds so much like him. Yep. Um. At some point, I feel like if they're going to continue with this, they have to acknowledge that Jean Luc Picard existed at some point. Yep. Well, maybe they don't yeah but i think it would be cool if somehow they brought him in and i was thinking if they have the balls <laughs> to make him the bad guy huh. in this alternate universe or make us think he's the bad guy yep like i thought they were gonna do with khan about right. halfway through the movie i was like maybe he's a good guy mm-hmm. um like he he has to kill these people and it's actually good because he's saving the world that would blow that would blow up and mm-hmm. everybody would be talking about it. That's Jean-Luc Picard. But yeah. I was totally wrong. They didn't do it. Well, yeah. Well, see, the, the only problem with that theory, which was super cool, was just timing, dude. Yeah. Because um, Picard is was like not even born yet. No, it, they would, they've already done time travel. Just bring him back. Oh, okay. All right. I mean, they mess with timing anyway, right? Wrath yeah. of Khan is they're all old guys. I mean, the the whole theme that runs through Star Trek 1 through 6 is we're yeah. old. 
<laughs> right? I know. They're like, it's... we're on, yeah, right. So we, they can't do that with this reboot because they're not old. They're young, hot people, right? Yeah. Yep. That's one of the reasons why they make so much money. Uh-huh. And so the, Khan has already moved way up yeah. in the timeline. And so I was thinking, just move Jean-Luc Picard 300 years <laughs> into the past. And somehow he's back there. He knows something. He has to save them. But to no avail. It wasn't him at all. So I had to open up that envelope and show them how stupid it was. <laughs> oh, dang it. Well, dude, I give you props for, for thinking of a crazy off-the-wall idea. I also saw in the preview when that the the big military ship comes, right? And mm-hmm. it sort of looks like uh, an Enterprise. Okay. And so they flash that. I saw him. He's British. I was yep. like, what if it's Jean-Luc Picard? Which doesn't make sense, though, because Jean-Luc Picard is French. <laughs> I know, but he, but he has a British accent. Right, I know. That, it's, that just doesn't make any sense. How much, how much sense does it make that Khan is British now and he used to be <laughs> Hispanic playing an Indian man? <laughs> yeah. So I obviously they're messing with stuff. I was like, go all the way, dudes. Yep. Just bring in Jean-Luc Picard. And here's Worf. Like, what if it had been Worf? <laughs> yeah, he takes his helmet off and it's Worf. <laughs> Old Worf. Michael Dorn. It makes no sense at all. Wasn't There's there, Jordy. Wasn't there a cameo by a Deep Space Nine guy? Hmm, I don't know. I thought there was. Maybe I was making that up. Okay. Sometimes cool. they do that, you know? Yep. They, like, bring in the old actors. Totally. Oh, yeah. Um, so, anyways, I had a great time, even though my uh, my twist guess was wrong. Dang. You, you, I think you know why I thought that that might be possible, because I was actually fooled at Iron Man 3. Okay. I, I, had, I had not heard or read anything about that twist. Wait, what, what was the twist again? Is that With, spoiler-ridden? Yeah, it's spoiler. So if you haven't seen Iron Man 3, skip ahead right now. But the fact that Mandarin wasn't bad, or he wasn't the main bad guy. Okay. Oh, he was an yes. actor. Yep. So Ben Kingsley was incredible, I thought. That's the best part of that movie for sure. Other than it's Christmas. Right, the Christmas movie part. <laughs> that was weird, wasn't it? Yep. It was all during Christmas? What were they thinking? Um, the, Fine with me, though. But that, that but that man, the Mandarin was just an actor. Yep. I, honestly, I had no idea. Like, even when they went in there, I was like, oh, he's still going to be bad. Yeah. Yep. And I, I, no indication in the previews, which sometimes they just can't help themselves. They have to tell you, you know? Right. Um. So I went in blind to that twist. And so I was like, anything's possible. Anything <laughs> is possible. Yep. Hard. Yep. <laughs> um, so I don't know. I, Iron Man 3 was so-so except for that, that I was actually fooled by that. I was really impressed. Yeah. Yeah, Iron Man 3 was definitely a fun one. Yeah. Um, but I, I thought that it paled in comparison to Star Trek for me. Oh, yeah, for sure. For me, for sure. I agree. Um, Dude, so you asked the question. Now, yeah. Final um, question. What? How... How did it make you feel about about Star Wars? Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, for me, I was just like, dude, Star Wars is going to be unbelievable. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I still have this feeling sometimes, like, J.J. Abrams does not have a problem saying, I didn't like Star Trek until I did this movie. Right. And right. a lot of the actors say, you know, I didn't 
I don't even really like Star Trek. Like, it's that too cool for school thing we talked about last time. Yeah, for sure. Like, it's not your father's Star Trek. Because that is stupid. And we rock. So, sometimes, like, I saw Zoe Saldana. Yeah, yeah. On one interview, and I, I mean, I was kind of annoyed at how much it seemed like that. Yeah. But then she was like, I'm so glad to be a part of this amazing epic story that's 50 years old. Then she was all cool about it. But there were just a couple questions or something like that. And with another actor that I was like, they they think that they're too cool for this. They don't want to be geeks. They don't want to be right. nerds. Right. I mean, we right. have that. We don't have that problem. But these right. people that are like, I'm a real actor. Right. Um, I'll do Star Trek, but I'm a real actor. Don't forget. Right. Right. Well, that's what they talked about in the captains. You know, <laughs> yeah, like, definitely. Yep. <laughs> each captain one after the next being like well i'm shakespearean you know even william shatner like well i'm a shakespearean actor <laughs> you know yeah now if anybody needed any uh, um proof that we're nerds we just quoted a movie about <laughs> the star trek captains <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> the captains oh, everybody should check it out on netflix um yeah that's good so i'm i'm like I, I would say that I am more excited about Star Trek, uh, Star Wars than ever, mm-hmm. um, because I think J.J. J.J. Abr- Abrams can can make a good movie, you know. Yeah, yep. he can weave a good story, and it's exciting. And like we started with, he can do th- new things with old stuff. Yes, yes. Um, the thing that I'm probably most curious about is how it's gonna look. Yeah, dude. Because Star Wars does not look like Star Trek, right? There, it's, uh, is, it's more is he cartoony, do, or yeah, is he gonna do lens flares? Right. Is he gonna? Is there gonna be kind of like this fast, fast cuts and like, um, you know, when it zooms in on something real quick and yep. like refocuses? You don't yep. see uh, Star Star Wars is like, it seems like the camera is stuck. In the same mm-hmm. place. It's mm-hmm. not flying around like Star Trek. I don't know. It, it's just going to be very... I, I'm so curious about how it's going to look. I'm not worried about the story, honestly. I think right. he's going to do a great job. Um, oh, yeah. But I am... And the writer I really love. And so I think it's going to be great. I'm just worried about... Not worried. I'm very curious about how it's going to look. Yeah. Yeah. Well, see, that's... I, I feel like he came into Star Trek with owing nobody nothing you know like <laughs> right. i didn't even like this so i'm just gonna do whatever i feel like and he's a self-professed fanboy yeah of star yeah. wars like so that's is what he's he, always wanted to make right so is he gonna be is he gonna treat it with more kid gloves or like um you know be really concerned about changing things and then second guess a lot of stuff you know yeah yeah i know um i don't think so though it's, it's gonna be amazing yeah. um but but Star Wars has a more um unified look from the beginning to the end sort of. Yeah. Like yeah, the lightsabers and the ships. Yeah. Um and the characters, I mean there's 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 a continuity because it was only one person. I mean like Star Trek 1 through 9 mm-hmm. had a ton of different writers. Yeah. Each one after the next one was like, are we going to make another one? Like Yeah. Now we're old. You know, okay, well, now we're really old. Like I'm still struggling with being old. Okay, we get <laughs> right. it. We right. get it. Right. So Up until his death, Kirk was mm-hmm. complaining about being old. <laughs> right. 
That's um, funny. So here yeah. and here's another thing is remember when the prequels came out and it looked newer? Yeah. And George Lucas's line was, "Well, it is newer. It's it's earlier in in time, right? And so all the ships look new. Of course they do. Hmm. They look more metal. It, it's 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 40, 50 years before, right? Yeah. Um, well, not actually not that long, 30 years, whatever, if we're going to get technical. But <laughs> now he's doing sequels. Uh-huh, yeah. And all that old crap still needs to be old. The Millennium mm-hmm. Falcon still still needs to look old. Huh. And so I'm wondering how they're going to pull that off, and I hope they do it with models. Oh, dude, yeah. Not just CGI. But they don't have that to hide behind anymore. Well, of course all the robots look shinier. Of course it looks CGI because that's how the world looked compared to later. Um, But now they don't have that excuse anymore. They have to make it still look old and crappy. So then how come the set at the beginning of episode four is like plastic and lights? (laughs) (laughs) I know. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Darth Vader just has this box on him (laughs) with some, some lights and switches. I love that box on the front. <laughs> yeah, dude. It's, it's, it's just so plastic. Yeah. I love that, though. Especially in Blu-ray, dude. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You can see all the scratches on it. Mm-hmm. Totally. There's, like, fingerprints. <laughs> but it does look and sound awesome. And then, so you told me that John Williams is doing the score? Yeah, I read that it was confirmed. Yes. Yep. I mean, that has to be... I actually wrote wrote um david mcgill who's the bassoon player yeah. in the chicago symphony um uh-huh. that did lincoln right um i wrote him on facebook that he needs to get the chicago symphony to to record to record oh, the man. score that would be awesome if they did it instead of london that'd be so cool yeah that'd be but, awesome dude but london and abbey road studios that's kind of what star wars sounds like right so yeah. it probably won't happen mm-hmm. dang it i just uh, i remember reading he's confirmed to do the score and the yep. first thing i thought was don't die don't die because yes, he's old dude dude whenever i see like oh this is so sad but on the nightly news brian williams you know like once a week is like a musical icon has has died yeah you know yeah and i'm like someday that's gonna someday. be j dubs <laughs> you know so that yeah, it can't exactly. happen for 10 years now no or else he's just gotta write it all just yeah. write it all right now, dude. Doesn't matter. And then they'll fit it in. Your orchestrators will fit it into the movie later. Yeah. Well, he's probably got a ton of 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 melodies ready. Yeah. At the ready for it. Oh, I can't wait. But yeah, I'm, any more. I'm more excited now than before. Okay, good. If there's any more perfect fifth and perfect fourth melodies left. <laughs> <laughs> well, he'll dig them out. If anybody can do it, J-Dubs oh, yeah. can. For sure. For sure. All right, dude. Well, good Star Trek chat. For sure, man. Wow. That was intensely awesome and fun. Yep. All right. Well, let's head into some listener feedback and wrap this up. All right. Let's do it. You'll never see listener feedback coming. This is the Mandarin. Uh... Iron Man 3 wasn't very great, but I was good in it. This is listener feedback. I'm Ben Kingsley. I was also in Strangler's List and uh, Species. And and Gandhi. Oh, yeah, Gandhi. I thought of Species before I thought of Gandhi. 
Oh, man, dude. <laughs> Wait, and uh, sneakers. Oh. I love... That's a good summer movie. I'm pulling dude, that out. I love... Because I've... I Like, my whole audiophile thing that I've been getting into... Oh, yeah. That we, we still, about that. still yeah. haven't talked about. <laughs> right. And it's like part of that is is trying to... I'm not watching ripped stuff anymore and, like, downloaded stuff. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to... Like, the movies I really want to see, I want to see on Blu-ray... Mm-hmm. Through my awesome new sound system that right. I'm, you know, slowly upgrading, mm-hmm. and so every now and then movies come up, and I'm like, okay, I need that Blu-ray. Yeah. And so we just talked about sneakers. Now I need to get that. Uh, that's probably not that an, an expensive of a Blu-ray. Oh, I'm probably. sure it's like five, seven dollars. <laughs> yep, totally. <laughs> from from I mean I'm I'm sure because like the people that we have this place the movie, what what's it called movie movie thing gallery or something. No, no, it's the it's the one, um, like where you can bring in old movies and they'll buy them from you. Oh yeah, I don't, I don't. I mean, there's several of those. I don't know which one you're talking. Movies about. Plus or like Play It Again <laughs> Movies or. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Get, movie Stop. Okay. I think that's what it is. All right. So you can buy used Blu-rays for like five ninety nine. Yeah, yeah. So I've been frequenting those stores every now and then. I really like the soundtrack on Sneakers, actually. Oh, yeah, for sure. Branford Marsalis. Yeah, on his... Uh, yeah. Ooh, good. I, I need yeah. that. I need that soundtrack, too. Yep. I'll listen to it on my eye, on my ear pods. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. We didn't even talk about iOS 7. We're idiots. Oh. Um, re- what do you think of it, real quick? Oh, man, dude. I love it. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of people complaining about that, too. I know. Um, but I think it looks great, and like I think you tweeted that it makes iOS 6 look really old yeah. immediately. It looks like a TI-85 calculator, <laughs> my iPhone. That's what that looked like. <laughs> like, I was watching the thing, and I went to, somebody texted me, and then I was like, look at these sick old-looking buttons. <laughs> and like arrows and menus you can't see through stuff the background yeah, isn't you, 3d yeah do you did you see that when they turn the phone the background yeah. moves yeah that was so cool man uh, if that's real i'm gonna be really impressed that looks amazing oh that's totally real i can't wait um, yeah haters don't hate i like i like it i like how it looks alex wrote up on facebook that it looks like something martin would draw <laughs> that was kind of funny but also rude. super funny um i don't it's just like the color palette of our world mm-hmm. changed with Coldplay's new album. Just <laughs> spattering of, like, neon paint everywhere. Yeah. Like, the 80s are fully back and fully formed and reinvented. Yep. So there's color everywhere. So I love the color palette. Mm-hmm. I just think, and I, dude, the new fonts, I mean, the, the more streamlined appearance, it just looks amazing. Yeah. Will I be able to get it on my 4S? Um, or is oh, it just I'm sure. for 5? Okay. I no, it, so. they said iPhone 4. Okay. All right. Good. So iPhone 4s will definitely be in there. Um, you know there'll probably be like you can't do this and you can't do that. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately. Um, but oh well. I, honestly, I think it looks beautiful. Yeah, I like it a lot, and I, I like the um, the thing that you can swipe up from the bottom. Mm, the the control, control panel. Yeah. Can, yeah. 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 That's mm-hmm. cool. It's it's just the thing that I liked about it, especially Apple is so lucky to have Johnny Ives or yeah. Ives. Yeah, yeah. Um, he is probably as instrumental as Steve Jobs, probably mm. more. Yeah, yeah. And so I really like him. Yeah. Oh gosh, if there was, he'd probably be in the top ten people I'd like to meet. Yeah, he's cool. like I, I just want to see what his house looks like. <laughs> yeah, probably looks like Tony Stark's house. 
Yeah, it's it's got to be so streamlined. But I, I just, I feel like this is their first big um, reinvent of something. Oh, yeah. I mean, we have Jobs. had the same icons. Yep. Well, we've had the, the same icons basically for four years, five years. I don't know. Not much change. I mean, it's a big change, the new icons. Huge. I would say. That seems like a little thing, but it looks, it, it looks like a different phone, which is cool because I don't need to buy a new phone. It looks like a cool new phone. I know so that's I can't why. Wait. Yeah, that's why I want to be a developer so I can get the beta now. Oh yeah, that'd be sweet. How can we do that? I don't know. One of us gets a job at. <laughs> at do, you Apple. Say, do you just say you're a developer? No, because they they oh, the six thousand right. yeah, yeah. people at Moscone West all get a copy of that on beta. Yeah, that's true. Because they have probably, to develop it, right? Right. Yeah. But how do you just say like if I make apps? <laughs> like, yeah, I think that's it. You just say I make apps, and they send it to you. <laughs> okay. Well, okay, here's iOS seven then. Email apple.com. I make apps. <laughs> <laughs> the helpline on iTunes. That's real. Yep. That's real helpful. <laughs> yeah. Oh gosh, they just send you to the fax. <laughs> yeah. Maybe there's a maybe there's a link in the facts if you make if you make apps. Here's iOS seven. <laughs> um, I I did also love some of the stuff like we we use Photo Stream, um, with the fam and sharing of photos and stuff. So right. I love that you can now share videos. Yeah, I like that. Um, but this is all not till the fall. Dang it! And what did you say the new Mac Pro looks like? Oh, it looks like the 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 whale. Oh the, the yeah. The weird evil whale ship from Star Trek Four. Right, right. That looks like a big black cigar. Yep. Yeah. Now it's I, the Mac Pro. Yeah, I think that looks pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I, I thought that I thought that one part was I was kind of like eh, I don't know. Right. Like I mean, everything that we love to watch and listen to was made on that machine. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like every movie is edited on that. Yep. So that I mean, how many of those cylinders are, cylinders are going to be at Pixar? Oh man, you know? it's just gonna be all cylinders. All, yeah. So I thought that was cool, but it was a little geeky. Like, look at these sleek lines and curves. Like that <laughs> that little teaser. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. But, yeah. It kind of looks like a jet engine. Yeah, it does. And the way they're talking about it almost is that is that way, right? So yeah. powerful, streamlined. Right. Yeah. But I mean, it does sound really cool and super powerful. Yeah. So, so yeah, there we go. There's our um, Apple Keynote chat. Apple mm-hmm. Keynote chat. So yep. we have some feedback to talk about. Yep. Um, did you want to do yours? Sure. Yeah. Okay. So from Alicia. Uh huh. So we were we to to preface this, we were talking about um, leftovers with meatless or meat free right. weekdays or whatever. Right. Um, that we got to Monday and I had all this pizza and so I threw away the sausage. Yeah. Trying to be real legalistic about it. Right, right. Um, and so she basically said that does not help your carbon front footprint to throw stuff away. Right. Um, which was a very good point. Um, yep. And uh, what what just what I wrote in the comments was just that we were really trying to be really legalistic about it for a month. Yeah, yeah. You know, so this month and for the rest of the summer, I'm kind of like it has sausage on it. It's leftover. Yep. Whatever. Same with me. Uh, you know, being a little bit more pescatarian, and I mean, I went to Seattle. I'm going to Seattle for another week. It's like this is really hard. Yeah, yeah. So I, um, I think th- that that feels like we're settling into what our lifestyle is going to be. Right. 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 That May was kind of this thing to kind of jumpstart us. Yeah. Right. And so then you had sausage, you couldn't eat it. 
right? That's right. the commitment you made. Yep. But now, same thing with us. If we have leftover pizza, if we have leftover whatever we make, yep. um, then it's just like, eat it, whatever. Right. Um, and that goes back to what I was talking about with the Food Network Star contestant, which is like, that. that's what I feel like my point of view is at this point. Just mm-hmm. less meat. Yeah. And that's yep. fine. Now, the, the it can be a slippery slope because Sunday night you could make like seven burgers. <laughs> yeah, you know? right. So you have to know thyself, right? Which is our <laughs> right. thing, right? You have to right. know you're not yeah. cheating on purpose. <laughs> right. Let me let me grill up a couple extra chicken breasts and some fish and Right. You know. I'll just make seven extra meals <laughs> right. for tonight's meal. Yeah. And then right. well, I better eat them all for the next seven days. Yeah, it's not that. It's right we just don't want to throw away food. Right. Right. Um, which I think you said last episode, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh, Aaron. And then I said, Jessica both have that. They like would rather die. Jessica would rather die than throw food away. I feel right. like that's not, she doesn't do that. Cause that's how she was raised. Right. And so we eat food and may was a little bit of an anomaly. Right. Totally. So, right. but I did think, I did think that was cool. So thanks mm-hmm. for sharing that. And we yep. will continue to not waste as much as possible. Right. Um, I just wanted to mention a couple people have been asking us to do this kind of movie episode, right? Star Trek episode. Yep. Um, and several of them were also wondering what we're looking forward to this summer. Oh, right. Um, and so I've made a little list. Are you ready for it? Yep. Okay. Go for it. Um, Pacific Rim. Okay. That's with the big giant robots. Yeah. Fighting big giant monsters. Um, yeah. I'm I'm curious about Lone Ranger. Uh okay. <laughs> You're not impressed at all anymore. Uh, here's the reason: is because Jessica works with a lot of Native American students. Okay. And I was like really wondering, like, what do you think about Johnny Depp playing this Native American guy, right? Okay. And they're okay, like, I, yeah, like universally, their answer is, well, it's Johnny Depp, so it's okay. Huh? Like because it's Johnny Depp, he can get away with anything. Oh, interesting. Um. Sorry, dude. I I actually didn't even know what you were talking about. That's how sucky I am right now about media. What about World War Z? Have you seen a commercial for that? Um, With Brad Pitt who, and zombies? Yes, I saw a commercial for that. They look pretty fun. Um, face blind. Did you know Brad Pitt has face blindness? Did you read that? He does? <laughs> yeah, I just read it last week. Are you for real? I should I shouldn't be laughing about it, but I just thought it was a funny top top no, but, story on Google News. But you're serious? Yeah. He has huh. this thing where he has face blindness. I think yeah. um, on Arrested Development, they're kind of playing around with it. Yep. I've totally, Aaron and I were, ju- that's must be why we were talking about it. It was because of Arrested Development. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Um, but he, uh, he came out, he's face blind. Really? Um, yeah. So I don't know how he acts. How, how can you tell people <laughs> apart? I don't know. Well, well, that is super fascinating because yeah, Aaron was describing how that's a real thing. And I, I had n- like, yeah. Dang. No, it's a okay. real thing. I heard about it on Radio Lab too. It's like you see a nose, you see the eyes, but you can't put it together. Yep. Like there's just a certain part of your brain that that's yep. what it does. Yep. Yep. That and is that is not functioning. Yeah. Huh. Um. So th- those are like I'll go see them, but I'm not like super interested. But here's the top two for me so All far right. uh, that I haven't seen yet. Monsters University, I can't wait for. Oh, of course. Um, Pixar, Pixar and also like a Pixar college movie. That's gonna be sweet. Yep. Do you think there's going to be binge drinking in it? It's <laughs> like what every college movie is. I was actually wondering, how are they going to deal with the fact that college itself is mostly binge drinking? 
<laughs> right, except in our case, which was like Coke. Wait, I mean like Coca-Cola, sorry. Laquaz. La- La- no, not Laquaz yet. We weren't that that <laughs> sophisticated. Um, sophisticated yet. Um, and then Superman, which comes out this weekend. I cannot wait for. No, not Superman. Man of Steel. Man of Steel, right. We're, we're too cool to call it Superman. Yeah, we don't call it that. Christopher Nolan named it Man of Steel, so we're going to call it that. Um, yeah, like, and how Batman wasn't Batman. Right, exactly. I think right. that's their thing, right? The Because mm-hmm. they're moving toward a Justice League movie like Avengers. Okay. Um, Where it would be Superman and Batman and all those dudes together. Yep. And I think that's why they're kind of calling it all these different things. They want to differentiate what it used to be. Right. Right. It, it's kind of the, it's totally the opposite of of the Iron Man Avengers. Yeah. Like those dudes where it's candy colored. Right. It is. You know, yeah. With the Alan Silvestri score. This is the, <laughs> you know, Hans Zimmer blasts and, <laughs> and and then just, you know, really dark colors. Yeah. And the even, Superman. Yeah. You know, uniform outfit. I don't yep. know. It's like black. No, no red underwear anymore. Did you see that? Yep. Did you notice that? No tidy reddies. <laughs> Wait, can I just say one thing super duper quick? Go. I actually really like the Superman Returns movie. Yeah, I didn't mind it. I like that reboot. I mean, I yep. didn't love it, but every time it comes on to, to syndication, we've said this before, I always watch it and I like it. So you know what I liked best about that movie was the casting. Yeah. Like, I thought he was a really good Superman. I thought Kevin Spacey was incredible as Lex Luthor. Yep. Um, this one seems darker, which I'm ready for. Definitely. And I'm looking forward to, and what I've seen on the previews, which I'm trying not to spoil myself too much. Yeah. I really love it. And I really like, I I do like the casting of Kevin Costner. Oh yeah. Yep. As Jonathan Kent, who I love. Yeah. Perfect. Like I've always been like obsessed with Jonathan Kent for some reason, like in the first movie. Yep. He's like on screen for like five minutes, and I love that dude. Oh yeah, dude! Isn't it? Isn't he the guy from Dukes of Hazard? Oh, is he? I don't over know. Per, over partner to Dukes of Hazard? <laughs> Maybe it is. <laughs> yeah, but totally. I, for some reason, I just love Jonathan Kent, and I think Kevin Costner. That's good casting. Yeah, I I totally agree. So totally agree. Uh, yep. we're gonna go see it. I'm taking the boys, bad dad. <laughs> Okay, bad dad. Well, no, it's not bad dad if I go with my kids, right? Then that means I'm spending time with them. Oh, right. Gotcha. Don't judge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think, no, I think it looks amazing. That doesn't take away from the fact that I thought the reboot was kind of cool. I, th- I think you can like both okay. equally. I kind of just feel bad for Brandon Roth or whatever. His yeah, name yeah. Is. What Has like, he been in anything since then? Poor I don't know. Guy. It's like, you were the new Superman. Forget it. It was too bright and colorful. We want something really dark. I'm not going to call it Superman. <laughs> yep, exactly. And we're not going to use John Williams' theme. Yeah, dude. Oh, yeah, for sure. There's no way to play that on just trombones. <laughs> just bass trombones and tubas. Which rock? I, I love the bass trombone and the tuba. But but it's hard to play the theme. Especially the um that, that little rap that Lois Lane does. <laughs> the first one. Can you read my mind? Yeah, can you can you read my mind on bass trombone? <laughs> <laughs> all right, dude. Well, that's all the feedback we had. Um, I I don't know what like. Well, uh, do you have a Monday survey? Can you think of anything? Monday survey. Oh shoot, not right now. We're we'll we'll do the same one as last as last week, which is: Are you coming? Yes, to the, that's, to the yeah. summer to to uh, strawberry fest. Yeah. <laughs> um, so if you're coming. There's a lot of ways to tell us. Go to our website, twogomers.com. 
Find us on Facebook. That's the best place because you can get to the event page. That's uh, facebook.com slash two gomers. Follow us on Twitter. We're going to be talking a lot about it there at gomer1 and at gomer2. Uh, send us an email if you have any questions about it or anything else. Leave us some feedback on iTunes. That has nothing to do with Strawberry Fest, but do it anyway. And that's all. We always love that. So Strawberry Fest, real quick reminder, June 22nd, that's a Saturday, Sun Prairie, Wisconsin. You can find the address on our event page on Facebook. Um, we'd love to know if you're coming. We'd love to hang out with you. Mostly it's going to be hanging out. Yeah. Right? We'll run, yeah. and then we'll just walk around and have a blast so people should come. Meet and greet the Comers. Yep, totally. <laughs> um, and our families will all be there. It's going to be super fun. June 22nd, 8 a.m., Sun Prairie, Strawberry Fest. Awesome. So looking forward to it, dude. Me too. Um, hopefully next year we can do Beat Fest. <laughs> oh, yeah, you love your beats. Farm. I love beats. <laughs> I love beats. We'll, we'll talk about that in another episode and, and about being an audiophile. We'll talk about that in another episode someday. <laughs> We finally talked about Star Trek, though, so we do talk yes. about things that we say we're going to talk about eventually. Yep, for sure. All right, dude. Well, have a great week. We'll see you, like, in a week and a half. Okay. Super excited, man. All right. And happy running. Oh, wait. One last thought on music, movie uh-huh. music. Yeah. And that Superman Returns okay. reboot. Yeah. Like, dude, the best part of that movie is when can you read my mind happens right yep. like go back and watch that when they're flying around uh-huh. he keeps he goes like da 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 dee, da like he, he goes oh yeah keep, yeah yeah yeah. i remember that part it's genius he keep the i can't remember the composer of that movie but he he keeps going towards that uh-huh using those first like four notes and then going to a different yeah. chord and then finally the big lush reveal when they when it's right by the building and dude, that 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 shows you the the amazing power of a John Williams leitmotif, dude. <laughs> so, do you think Hans Zimmer will do any of that? No, definitely not. Because this one seems like they're trying to get away from that the blue, yellow, red Superman. Yep, and that that John Williams theme is so blue, red, yellow, which <laughs> and it's actually totally ripped off from Richard Strauss. Um, <laughs> so maybe Hans Zimmer will use it and not credit John Williams and say. Uh, oh, I don't know. Right, well, it. Yeah. Well, that's another amazing thing from that Superman opening is they use the march. Uh huh. They're definitely not going to do that. Right. Yeah. Um. But then remember they say, uh, you know, original music by blank, and then they say with John Williams, or based on a theme by. Would they say that? No. 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 But do have you rewatched the opening credits of Superman Returns? Okay. Because there's like this tiny little thing that's like well, with John Williams. <laughs> Okay, I see. Like, it's super, it's like music by, it was John Williams. Well, I remember your favorite part of the final Harry Potter. Yes. Was Dude. when the theme, which we hadn't heard for four movies, I think. Yep, yep. Comes back in. Mm-hmm. Mm. Love it. Way to go, right. dude. That's how he is the richest composer ever. Don't die. Oh. Don't die. Dude, for real. I, I have to, I have to meet him. Okay. Like so, I have to play play with him or for him somehow. Okay. Well, keep us posted. That's one I of those my ten. Fingers crossed. We'll keep working on my ten people. I want to meet Johnny Ives, John <laughs> Williams, Bernard uh-huh. Garfield. I'll keep going. I don't know who that is. Who's Former that? principal bassoonist of the Philadelphia Orchestra. Duh. <laughs> Duh, dude. Only the most famous bassoonist ever. <laughs> 
I, I actually have played for him and met him before, but it was before I understood how amazing that was. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, keep us posted on that list. Okay. Okay. I will. I will. All right. Happy running. You've been listening to Two Gomers Run a Marathon. Join us next week for another installment. My name is Baka. Keep it Rizzio. Rizzio.